previously on Into the Yonder Void. So there was that big fucking library, and we were just kind of scouring, doing our own thing. I now I'm going to breakfast, pass by Russell the Troll, and uh, I don't know what the rest of the group is doing, but I hope they find me soon. The D20 Syndicate presents... Into the Yonder Void! Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast! Hello! Hey, welcome here to the podcast today. (laughs) Is that Paul Giamatti? (laughs) If you want it to be. (laughs) I'm a guy in a giant freaking robot suit. What is going on? And joining us today is Paul Giamatti. It's like a less abrasive Gilbert Godfrey. All right. <laughs> I was good in the negotiator. <laughs> I had to uh, sit down damn. the whole movie. It was amazing. You couldn't even give him couldn't even give him sideways. You had to go back into the fucking He was way good in negotiator. I don't even care. I mean, yeah, but come on. Sideways He's been in Cody Banks. Up. Are you serious? <laughs> when he was all blue. And Max Keeble's big move. <laughs> Man, he really was just doing it all. <laughs> then the they from paycheck, world right, Paul? And Hollywood was like, oh, I'm tired of this guy. <laughs> I'm never yeah. tired Paul. of him. Yeah. Yeah, you were the you're. I haven't. I still haven't seen John Adams, but you're like you got to watch John Adams. Paul Giamatti's great. John it. Adams is actually really good. That's it's what great. inspired Manuel to write Hamilton. I That's fucking wild. love that time period. Why I don't do know why. I want to do a <laughs> like a Revolutionary War campaign at some. Point. I would be so fucking in. Revolutionary War Barbie. Only if it were. Yes. I would be down if it were like the Patriot and we were doing like guerrilla war tactics against. Well, obviously it would have to be like that. No, I want to be yeah. like a politician at the time. Our enemy was Jason Isaacs. <laughs> They're all Jason Isaacs. That guy's a fucking oh hard ass in that movie. Stupid yeah, boy. Yeah, he is. After he fucking killed his son. Love that movie. It's like, Jesus, so what easy to bastard. hate him. Then he killed Heath I Ledger. I want to be winning well. hearts and minds Barbie <laughs> in this story. Back on that Barbie shit. Uh, I am your host in DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy. And I play Nezra. I'm Tomas. I play Gil. I'm Lindsay. And I play Fee. And I'm Michaela, and I play Can. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure and, you know, generate long pauses awkwardly in our sentences. We record. Uh, Minus for effect. We record. Minus intentional. (laughs) You mean dramatically. Mm -hmm. Theater. This episode 68. Holy who do we appreciate? Us. D20 Syndicate. <laughs> syndicate. We're almost there, guys. It's Next episode. Spelled. Next episode. <gasps> is Next episode is 69, and it's our Thanksgiving no, episode. No, 70 is. Fuck. Yeah, I had Fuck. it wrong. But what? let's skip two holidays. One episode two holidays 69. So next one is not right. the Thanksgiving that's, one. That's perfect. I don't. I don't like mixing sexual activity and food anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Don't kink shame me, Billy. We just went over this. (laughs) Hashtag gravy boat. (laughs) More like gravy boat. (laughs) Fucking George Costanza ass. (laughs) 
Uh, cranberry sauce. Uh, I wish this at times was a visual medium because it was the face that really got me. <laughs> Gravy, but the, the shimmy of the shoulders, the raised eyebrow, uh, stupid face. The whole, pa- <laughs> the whole package. <laughs> stupid lady <fucking> face. <laughs> Would oh. you like some of this stupid face? Mm. <laughs> Donate $500 a month for streaming. <laughs> Donate. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. I didn't know. I didn't even think about the fact that next episode is 69. I'm telling you, we better just call this episode nice. <laughs> I'm okay. the one in charge of yeah. naming it. So, mm. yep. Just name it nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. So hopefully nice things happen. It's just horrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's an ironic name. (laughs) Nice is actually a shortening of Nez dies. Mm. Nice. (laughs) Nez ice. Knife. (laughs) Baby. Ice knife, baby. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. I want to know, the minutes are ticking, even seconds, and you can only save one other member from something evil. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Who do you save and why? Also, this question comes from Darkstar. Thank you, Darkstar. So, Mm. you have seconds to save another member of the party, another member, not yourself, from evil. Who do you choose and why? And we're going to start today with Fee. What? Why are you starting with me? <laughs> no. Fiak. <laughs> It'd be really hard. I don't I don't know. Only I mean, one. Uh, um seconds? From evil or from death? Either. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yes. Maybe maybe can? Just because like she she needs to find her totem thing and like she has so much like life to live here. Getting that totem thing, she's got a lot. She's got to do, and I mean, we all do. So it'd be f- it'd be fucking hard to pick, but yeah. Also, she's just adorable. How do you not save fucking can? I'm the cutest. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you, Fee, Nezra, Gil, and why? He's he's our captain and our leader, and I. I think I may be becoming so codependent on him. <laughs> and I'm, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm realizing how unhealthy this is. But Gil! <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Nezra. Gil! Uh, Nez is all right, but, you know, he's... Uh... <laughs> no, um, honestly, I'm not much of a destiny dude. Most of the time, I think that's kind of stupid, but it is weird running into Fee again and uh, some of our shared history and some of my own history. Uh, I feel like I'm obligated to protect her or something and don't tell her that because she might like like to hear it or something. But, <laughs> um her above all else, I feel like I have to get her to where she needs to go. Excellent. And can. Well, 
I'm gonna pick Gil just because. Nice, I'm super alive, bitches. Well-rounded group. <laughs> Shush. He was the one who was, you know, supposed to help me find the artifact. <laughs> but I'm starting to have my doubts that he's actually dedicated to that mission. <laughs> so if I get more clues pointing in that direction, then fee. Okay. Because I think Chrome would be real bummed out without her. Excellent. Thank do, you, Cam. Do they die when they're, they're You're welcome. When their buddies die? No. Oh, that's um, good. Do they just go into like a little holding space? Yeah, it's like a waiting no. area to mm-hmm. the or next they, familiar guy. Is it <laughs> like the him. same place when he has Chrome killed? had more people before? How many partners have you had, Chrome? <laughs> What's your body count? Exactly. <laughs> I feel like a question like that was asked to him already. I thought he was. I thought he said Probably. something like he was. This was his first time or something. That was when he. he that's he what he implied, says to all of them. He implied that he's had loads, but it was very <laughs> obvious by his response that right. fees his first. Mm. And I um, hate how gross this feels right now. <laughs> And yeah, he said like when he dies, he's in that in-between space when bidding. It's the same. Well, maybe you don't know what happens if the uh, host. Yeah, the host dies. That's true. Let's not find out. Let's hope we don't find out. Right. Yeah. Not not for a while. What would happen to Nez's? Like, I'm almost more concerned about that. You just same kind of thing. Sif keeps flitting in and out whenever whatever Nez summons. Damn, we haven't seen Sif in a while. The voice in Nez's head. No, that's not Sif. You're thinking. That's, oh, uh, you're thinking. That's Toko Oh shit! I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. What happens oh, to that? Thinking of my patron. Yeah. What happens to that if Nez dies? He cold. Well, patron's fine. What do they do? They find just other like people. Mosey Powerful. On. Yeah, they find they they find that's, other people. I mean, with a patron, and... it's Nez might not even be his only patron. Right. Probably not. Warlock. Wow. A lot of the time, when it's a bad warlock patron, they when you die, they get you <laughs> well sith seems fine yeah it's a sugar daddy situation but, with most warlocks <laughs> but toka lagashi seems like kind of cool <laughs> is he actually I, I guess he did give you horns i'm sorry about that that wasn't yeah. nice antlers. but horns yeah, are kind of cool eh. they were antlers less cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah less less cool antlers are cool too they have more Pokes, but <laughs> out of context. Really? Think of how he just think of how many marshmallows you could roast at one time. <laughs> yeah, and you have built-in self-defense now. You you just couldn't have that without this. Maybe. What are we doing? Uh, are they still there? Anyway, we're let's, convincing let's go you ahead. to keep him. Keep him, Billy. You yeah, still have just kidding. Oh, yeah. the they're like six six inches tall now. Okay. Need to get. Shall we art? get started? Super different <laughs> yes. patron vibes going on. You guys, when we last left off, you guys were a disparate group. Gil, you were you had found a secret underground gambling hall. Fee, you were in the library researching the Feywild and getting a spell. Nez, you were researching recipes and also attempting to get a spell. And Can, you had been transported to a study with Lizard, the goblin, and were doing something with this book of yours. We are going to pick up with Gil. You're sitting at this table. Drinks are flowing. Conversation's flowing. Everything's feeling pretty good. And you're starting to notice that these guys all around the table are starting to look pretty relaxed. Pretty 
congenial. They're all sipping on their whimsy sours. Yeah, most of them have at least downed about half of it. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh... Do these gentlemen that aren't the broker, do they appear that they came here together or that they're kind of a smattering? It's it's hard to tell, especially now that this mushroom has been a little bit more active. They seem a lot more familiar with each other, but you all kind of feel that way, obviously, with the and you put it in yours as well, right? I did not. Oh, you didn't. Okay. Uh, so the, everybody is, yeah, they all seem I to like, know each other pretty well. I might afterwards for fun, but <laughs> right now I have a goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, they definitely seem open to questions if you were interested in asking that. But first, I'm going to need you to roll a D100. Alright. That would be 92. 92. High or low? Let's go high this time. Alright. I need a D12. But nothing compares to these blue and yellow purple pills. Uh, four. Four. Nice early 2000s throwback there. Mm. Okay, as the next round starts, Gil, you are, as the newest person at the table, you are allowed to toss your black ball and try to get it as close to the uh, silver one in the center as you can. Now, there's two ways you can go about this. You can throw it to the left, or you can throw it to the right. It is a very shallow funnel shape with, like, maze blocks in there, and you're trying to get it, kind of like Plinko, you're trying to get it as close to the center section as you can, and you can also knock other people's out of the way. But since this is a brand new round, you will be the first to go. No other orbs are on the board. All right, uh, I'm going to go left. Okay, you go left. I am going to have you roll a d20, please. Oh, no. That's a three. A three. Okay, please roll a d100 one more time. 63. All right, you get uh, about two-thirds of the way down in this uh, funnel and set in the bar pretty low for the next person. You feel like that first roll wasn't like a great one. But, uh, you know, it's not not the worst you probably could have done based on what you've seen people do. Uh, do you want to try to, like, have conversation while you're doing this? Uh, I'm going to wait until... So I, as we're seated, right, I'm, like, far left, and then they're all next to each other, right? Is that how it is? So it's kind of it's kind of a semicircle. You've got right in one side, you've got the broker, and then you're actually on the... If you were to top down look at it you're on the far right you're on the farthest to the right and are Uh, we going in uh order from right to left now you are yes okay uh i am going to wait until the third person goes i've been kind of chummy with the guy next to me okay gotcha okay so he's gonna go next (laughs) well that is a natural 20 uh tomas roll a d100 for me please 37 no, 37. All right. His kind of like plinks by yours as he rolls it to the left and he just kind of like gives you a wink like, <laughs> sorry, buddy. <laughs> and it like knocks yours a little bit back and his rolls down. His is in that like, so there's several sections. His is in that like lowest section, really, really close to the silver ball. The next guy fucks it up. He tries to go right. It immediately smashes against one of the little like blocker walls and bounces right back almost to the beginning and the third guy is going to go now and he did the exact same thing tried to go right it bounces off that wall but knocks the other guys 
into the holding area in the very beginning. So that guy has to wait an entire round to go again. I'm going to lean over and gesture to the third guy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like, hey, come here real quick. He like gets up. What, What do you want? Now, I'm not one to cause trouble, but I'm pretty sure this first guy is using a weighted ball. A weighted ball? How? How? I saw him and the broker shaking hands earlier and talking a little bit. Seemed kind of funny, but then his roll was real good. Give me a deception roll with advantage. 22. 22. He seems pretty convinced. His eyes narrow, his brow furrows. I can't abide cheaters. Should we should we beat his ass? Let's just see how he continues to do. Oh, oh okay. All right. And then I'm going to say to the, the guy next to me, Wow, that was a really good roll, man. You must have the gods on your side or some shit. <laughs> well, I was always born lucky, they say. So, uh, you know, it's uh, about time my luck turned back around. This, the, today has not been my greatest day, that's for sure. I'm going to double down and bet that uh, you can't do just as well the second time. And I'm going to try and, like, use the help action or something to, like, inspire him to do better. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, give me a persuasion roll. If you roll good enough, we'll see here. 32? <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, roll a d8. Damn. Eight? He, uh, seems very inspired. He's like, oh, well, I mean, you just don't be blowing smoke, friend. I blow no smoke unless they ask for it. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> he, he, like, laughs. <laughs> and then I'm going to serious gaze the guy I was just talking to. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, gives you a serious gaze back and a single, very, like, short nod. And the broker turns to you, Gil. It is your turn again. All right. Let's see if I can do better than shit. D20, please. 18. 18. D100, please. 55. 55. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Wow, yeah. Gil, this second time, do you go left or right? I'm going to keep going left this whole time. All right, so you fire it left, and this time it, like, circles around, and it starts plinking through, and you get into the second to last wrong. So you're in second place now, as far as closest goes. Ooh, baby. Mm. <laughs> he turned, the guy next to you turns. Oh, sounds like your luck's turning around too. Ah, uh, it's because I rubbed it between my fingers like this. You should try it. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try that. And he rubs it between his fingers, and then you watch him like put it against his head. Look, guide me. And he throws it. And he has a plus eight. This roll is not great. He fires it and it stays in that first rung. It goes around once and then it just kind of like rests there. And he's, oh, uh, I'm going to try and <laughs> I'm going to try and slightly shift the table so it makes it look better. <laughs> OK, uh, <laughs> first thing I need is a sleight of hand with my inspo. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 13. OK, and now I'm going to need a strength check. 14. OK. You can very, you know that you can slightly nudge it without anybody noticing, but anything more than like a slight bump, you think somebody's going to notice. Okay. So you bump it a little bit, high or low? Low. That was a natural one on my part. So you just like, 
I don't know if you cover it up with a cough or what, but you like nudge this table and you watch as his tink, 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 uh, D100. <laughs> that was like the, just the absolute cusp of where he needed to get past. Cause it like plink, 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 plink. And then it goes down into the first rung again. Wow. Whoa. That finger thing must have really worked, huh? Yeah. Oh, man. This is is a great tip. I'm never going to stop doing that. (laughs) And then I raise an eyebrow at the other guy. (laughs) He raises his eyebrows at you and he nods twice. Very knowingly. The next guy is still in the uh, jail for his uh, his faux pas, so he gets skipped over. And now it's the guy that you're in cahoots with. He's going to roll. Oh, my God. He, he like, rolls it and it immediately plunks back out uh, off of his other one and it falls back into the little reservoir in the beginning. And now he has to wait to the next round. He looks at you, like, scowling super hard. What the shit is going on here? I've never seen this before. <laughs> Keep in mind, him having asked how this game works in the previous episode. But they don't know. They're fucking drunk and shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, everybody's having a good time except for the guy at the end whose mood has shifted because of your persuasion. All right, it's your turn again, Gil. Mm, okay. D20, please. Natural 20. Oh, shit. D100. What if it was 100? It's not. It's 38. <laughs> 38. So, yeah, you fire it left, it goes, spins around, plunks your other one, and you watch as that one drops into the first row, just inching ahead of the other two. He's got, or- he's got orange balls that have that are very close to the silver. get them checked out. <laughs> so you <laughs> go see a doctor. You're just a little bit closer to the silver ball than he is. Oh, shit, mama. Oh, this is a, this is a tight race, he says. And then it's his turn again. Not great, not bad. He fires it, and this one moves around into the third level. Uh, I need to cheat more. <laughs> um, can I do a mischief check to try and move it? Like, maybe work in tandem with my shadow? If you get a high, it'll be a higher DC, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Come on, baby, big money, big money. 16? 16. Uh, tell me what you're planning to do. I'm going to, like, move, like, I don't want him to succeed. Like, oh, come on, come on, don't. And uh, my shadow's going to uh, swoop by and, like, kind of wave its hand a little bit. Like, I'm going to try and distract them with my movement and see if my shadow can move it slightly. Okay, uh, you will give yourself advantage on a sleight of hand. 25. 25. And you're trying to move his? Mm-hmm. So your shadow is able to, like, basically, like, move around and in, and you see that it just is able to just barely, just barely affect the trajectory of this ball, and it, too, begins to boom, 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 move forward. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, it goes right down into that bottom reservoir area, or not the reservoir area, but the bottom rung, and it is behind the other two of his, but all three of his are now in that bottom area. Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> Whoa, this is amazing. Can you believe this guy? 
How is he doing this? <laughs> you can see now that the guy at the end is staring daggers at this second guy, Gil. He isn't even looking at you anymore. His he all of his attention is focused on the guy next to you. I hate to bring this up, but something she seems shady going on here. Uh, I know I'm new to this game, guys, and I want to just have a chill time, but something seems kind of not chill, if you ask me. And before anybody else can say anything, the guy at the end, he's, he, like, stomps his foot. Uh, definitely there's something going on here. He's cheating! He yells at the, the second guy, and the guy, like, puts his hand up. What? I'm, I'm not cheating. I'm <gasps> <laughs> what are you talking about? I know you're cheating without our suspicions, he yells. And the other guy's like, oh, oh, okay. You're Just because I'm doing a little a bit cheater? better. You think, you, you think that's right? You should stand up what? for yourself, man. Uh, you're, you're right. And he stands up. All right. <laughs> oh, no, baby. Uh, <laughs> the guy next to you is incensed, and he goes to like swing on the other guy and he misses completely <laughs> but the other guy like tries to swing back at him and misses him completely so they're just <laughs> swiping at the air and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and yell hey they're fighting these guys are fighting they're breaking the rule <laughs> <laughs> give me a persuasion check with advantage please oh my gosh Gil you sneaky little biscuit 23 23 all eyes focus on you for a moment, Gil, and then at the very terrible Pineapple Express-looking fight going on <laughs> at the end of the table, two guys badly fighting each other. Uh, let's see how well they're doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so the guy that was next to you takes another swing, and it is worse than the last one. It's like his whole arm is limp. He just does not know. He's super uncoordinated. I'm going to start. I'm going to try and take some of their coins. I mean, their tokens while this is okay. happening. Uh, you can have a sleight of hand check at advantage because everyone is distracted. 24. 24. All right. Uh, roll a d20. Come on, baby. Big money, big money. Big 20, big 20. Natural 20. Oh. <laughs> Damn. All right. In that case, uh, Gil, I need you to roll a d100. It's a Whoa. lot of rolls. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. 22. <laughs> 22? 22. Okay, so Gil, you are able to pilfer during that endeavor. You're able to pilfer 20 blue crystalline chips and 22 sil or, sorry, green crystalline chips. Mm. So that is the rough estimate of 222 silver. Sick. Yeah. So you have doubled your income already. Tripled it, even. Okay, so what happens to these dudes? Well, the one guy, s like, swooped, didn't hit. The other guy caught his arm and punches him in the face. And that is when you see Nehote. He appears like a, like a flash of lightning and is immediately between these two and grabs their wrists. This skinny little dude grabs their wrists, pulls them apart, yanks them up, and lifts them by their, like, the scruff of their necks into the air and looks from each of them. Yeah, time to go, guys. And he shuffles them out the door 
and he, they just disappear from sight. Oh no, I liked those guys. They seemed pretty cool. They just got a little heated. Uh, so, Broker, what happens to these ships? Do we, like, distribute them? No, it goes back to the house. Ah, you sure you want to handle all that paperwork? Me and this guy, we got this, you know? Uh, roll persuasion, if that's what you're attempting. <laughs> 24. He looks at you seriously. I like you, so I'm not going to press the issue, but that is not allowed. All right. I'm not... I'm just going to assume that you didn't know that those are house chips and therefore not your property. I don't know nothing about chips. Uh, <laughs> you and me, though, guy... Uh, it looks like I'm winning considerably. Let's see how this shakes out. Okay. <laughs> now we're going to switch to Fee. You are being led out of the library by Thornley, who is much shorter than you. This is an old gnome guy. He's leading you towards, uh, assumedly, the, uh, the dining area for, for eats. So, where are you from? Um, so I'm from Starstrom. Oh, that's a goodly distance away how did you get here paddleboard um uh like like a boat situation and then we've just kind of kind of like stumbled way over here so no i see tis the call of an adventurer to you know find whatever corner pocket or you know uh hallway of the world and find their way there absolutely um yeah so like as, are, so are you some kind of adventurer to be able to find Kavros and all these people on the ship and get this whole thing going? No, no, I'm not an adventurer. I'm just extraordinarily wealthy and I had this ship and no one to captain it. I don't know the first thing about captaining. That, that's what you said. Um, so, I mean, that's, I don't that's let a that smart stop move. me. I have this massive ship. It's true. And you like being down in the library here? Well, yes. Who wouldn't like to be in a library? I know. But, I mean, do you ever, like, go up to get light or anything? Oh, I yes. Mean, this is my ship. I have the best quarters in the entire in the, in the entire vessel, and I only spend about half of my day in the library. It's just I like to be there. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, I only knew you in the library, so I just wanted to, wanted to see if you left much, but... I, I feel like it'd be easy to get sucked into the li that library. There's, like, so much stuff there. Well, I have read every single one of those books, and if anybody tells you otherwise, they are lying. Then, I believe you. I mean, yeah, why not? If that's your job, like, yeah. I would if I could, you know? Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, it's right this way, and he leads you into... Uh, another hallway, there's a door, and as he pushes the door open, you see this huge, huge, like, mess hall area. There are three levels, there's two mezzanines, there's a huge, it's huge open area, you can see that there is a, a big glass dome over the top, and there are, there are like dozens, 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 maybe 50, 60 tables set up here. It's like a fucking food court, and you can see that there's several different, like, locations where people can get food inside here and there's a big long line of people waiting to get food a bunch of people sitting yeah there's a ton of people here that's like a floating city almost i feel like can would love this place you said there's lots of food right oh yeah there's tons of food um is there a way we can tell the rest of the group where we are like hey we're getting breakfast 
Uh, no. Not that I know of, unless you have some sort of communication device. But now that I'm thinking about it, that's exactly what you were looking for, wasn't it? It was, or, yeah, some kind of spell. So, I mean, I have the book, so that's definitely a good step. Yes, step in the right direction. Always choose a book over anything else. Um, so, what do you like to eat for breakfast? There's quite a variety of options. I mean, um, like, like what? What kind of options? Well, there's pancakes over there. There's sausages, potatoes. I think your one friend might like that one quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, yeah, just a variety. What are you searching for? Are you searching for fish? Are you searching for porridge? We've got so many different varieties of food, and about half of it is pretty good. Um, do you have, like, like, like I nuts? I don't have anything. You're going to have well, to go over there to check. Um, that's true. Are there, like, nuts and seeds and stuff like that, though? I'm not super hungry right now, but... Probably. Why did you agree to come to breakfast with me? For the conversation and camaraderie, of course. Well, I suppose that's fine, but I'm going to get in the gravy line, so if you would like anything of that variety, (laughs) then you can follow me. Otherwise, (laughs) pick a table and I'll meet you there. Okay, um, let's, let's just reconvene at that table there. Okay, that sounds wonderful. Do you want me to grab you anything from the gravy line? I, I think I'm good. I'll just take the, the nuts and seeds. I don't need gravy. Thank you, though. Well, I think that might be a different line, but uh, I'll see what I can do. This guy thinks he's on a date now. <laughs> <laughs> they all do. <laughs> uh, breakfast date. <laughs> the best kind of date. Nuts and gravy. Yeah, because if it goes date. bad, you still have the rest of your day. Um, <laughs> wow, that's smart. Uh... <laughs> uh now so it's yeah, gravy hops. date. What was the last episode name? I don't know. Well, I thought it was something. What? I don't know. <laughs> what, is gravy what are you doing really at this tired. table? I don't know. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore it. Okay. I'm sleepy. <laughs> what are you doing at this table while you're waiting? Um, really, I think I just probably scan the room, see, like, try to take it all in and, I don't know, try to remember these different faces, maybe... Listen into different conversations about what people are talking about. I don't know. Uh, give me a perception check. It's a pretty crowded area, so it might be hard to zero in, but we'll see. <laughs> twelve. Uh, twelve. You hear like a lot. It's a cacophonous noise. You hear a lot of different people uh, chattering about a bunch of different stuff. You do pick up uh, one tidbit, though. It stands out to you in the noise, and you just hear. Yeah, the captain said we're going to be heading towards the city beneath the waves. Uh, apparently, these uh, newcomers paid more for their passage with boat or with books, and uh, that's the direction we're heading next. Oh, I can't wait to have some of those noodles. I'll be <laughs> perfectly honest with you. <laughs> Man, these fucking noodles. Um, well, cool. I may just uh, talk to Crumb a little bit. Be like, okay. So, Crumb, what do, what do you think of all of this? Think of what? I don't know. All the people, all the things going on. Yeah, I don't like them very much. There's a lot of weird smells on this ship. <laughs> weird smells like what? Is it the gravy? Like sweat. Oh. Well. B.O. Whatever the hell Gil's got going on. <laughs> I thought you guys were good friends now. Nah, we just bonded over the medium of mutual destruction. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um... I I feel bad because I feel like I need to be calling. T told me to call him, like, to, you know, to 
communicate with him once the storm passed, and I probably should have done that, but like, you know, the library. Do you talk to him much? Nah, no, we got it. And an, an understanding. I don't have to, you know, interact with him that much. And uh, he doesn't bother me. I don't bother him nothing. And uh, yeah, we just keep it, you know, we're on our side of the fence. Okay. I mean, I, I hope he understands. I, I think he would. Yeah, it was really like crazy. There was like pirates and, uh, you know, just like this uh, big old boat full of books. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, blood that, library where they take blood? That's weird. They took your blood. They took my blood. <laughs> Didn't oh, you see man. that? He poked my hand. That's weird. And now I'm I have this so book glad hand. I don't have any blood. Yeah, I have the book hand. See, that's Whoa. what this is. That so, is a tattoo that I would not be showing around to other people. You don't like books? I thought you yeah, said books you read are a fine, lot. but that's kind of a lame tattoo. Like, uh, you Crumb. know, it's like one of those ones you get when you're like, uh, you know, just out of adolescence and you want to look cool, and then you regret it later. A book? You're just telling everybody you're a nerd, Fee. A nerd? <laughs> I am a nerd, Crumb. <laughs> yeah, well, then everybody needs the to kitchen, know about all it. The eyeballs are when she yells that. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> You uh, don't, don't gotta put it on blaze for everybody. You know, you want to look tough. Even you can be a nerd internally. I mean, I don't, I don't need to look tough. I don't really want to look tough. I just, I mean, most uh, of the time I don't I look tough. I got so much to teach you, Fig. Ah, you gotta have an era of mystique, and then you know, and hey, you gotta, you gotta make sure that people don't want to mess with you. Otherwise, people are gonna think that you're just this little guy that they can pick on all the time, and then you gotta prove them wrong. I mean, I'm. I'm fine proving people wrong. Like, I, yeah, I have times where I look pretty say. scary, right? That's what you say, but I ain't seen Crumb, otherwise. You have seen me look scary. Are you serious? Nah, maybe a mildly constipated. I'm going to switch to Nezra. <laughs> Nezra, you are still in the library? Yep. But Heading I back to uh, Thornley. See if I can up that access level. All right, I need, as the, you, I need the blue key card. <laughs> as you get back to the desk, Thornley is no longer there. Instead, there is this huge troll <laughs> sitting behind the counter. Hello. <gasps> oh, uh, hello. Uh, I'm Nezra. Uh, I was looking for Thornley. He went to breakfast. I'm Russell. How can I help you? Oh, pleased to meet you, Russell. I uh, actually needed Thornley to uh, increase my access level. Uh, the one that he gave me uh, didn't allow me to access the books that I needed to. Oh, did he give you the wrong access level by mistake? It would appear so. <laughs> give me deception, Nez. Nez. You can have a plus three. 21. Well, that's unfortunate at the moment. I personally am not allowed to change access levels, but I can put in a good word for you with Thornley or perhaps Lizard if and he des designs to return. That's fair, I suppose. Um, well... I, I guess I'll take these. And I hold up the books that I've collected thus far. Uh, is there like a uh, a study area or a table that I could spread out on? Yeah, there's plenty of that. Otherwise, if you got yourself a library card, you can take it with you back to your room. 
Well, I hmm, I don't think I need <laughs> to now, but I just, am curious about this library card. Uh, Nez, you are noticing now that you don't see any of your friends here in the library. Like, this has happened to you before. You've gotten so involved in books that other people just kind of go off and do their own thing. But yeah, you it's just you and this troll in the library as far as you know. Nez does not care. Okay, excellent. <laughs> well, if you hold tight, I can get you your library card. Can you hold your hand out? Uh, sure. Is this gonna be like what Thornley did before? Um, with the with the needles. Consider that sort of a part one. This will be parts two and three. And at that moment, you feel this burning sensation on your hand, uh, Nez, for hmm. just a moment. And then a book symbol, a tiny book symbol is tattooed on your palm. Fascinating. There's your access. So when you need to leave, you just take whatever books and it will go into the database. And if you're late in returning it, we can summon the books back unless by special request. Interesting. Okay, well... That's very helpful. Uh, thank you, Russell. You're quite welcome, Nezra. I'm going to go look for a, a table, a big table, and get these books out and start learning. All right, yeah. Uh, give me a perception check, Nez. Okie dokie. 15. 15. Uh, yeah, you... You're like going through these books and you can't help but shake this feeling as you're like sitting down to like pour through them that somebody's watching you. And as you look up and look around, you see a few aisles away, there's like a part in the books and you just see a pair of glowing eyes staring right at you. Can! Hot. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like that scene in Romeo and Juliet when they're looking at each other through the fish tank. Or over the garden wall when the, the creepy shadowy things and then the eyes burst and then, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Can. <laughs> yeah. There is another figure in this room suddenly as the light recedes from this book. It is a tall, slender individual, taller than both you and Lizard. And... Appears to be. Give me an arcana check. Lizard, do you know this guy? <laughs> Eight. Eight. You don't know what this thing is. It is tall. Uh, it looks like it's made out of the light that came from the book itself. It is just bizarre. It it's it looks not threatening at the very least. But lizard looks up at this thing and just says oh my word <laughs> do you was this what was supposed to happen he looks at you I have no idea what was supposed to happen have you ever done this spell before yeah like a couple of times oh I'm gonna talk to it uh go go right ahead hi <laughs> I'm Ken the head like shifts down to look right at you. Eyes wide. And you can see that the eyes... Give me a perception check, please. Let's see if you can see what the eyes do. And this is Lizard. Hi. 
That is a nat 20. Nat 20. Nice. As you look into this creature's eyes, Can, you see like a, sw- a bunch of swirls inside of it. And as you look deeper, it's almost as if you can see like script or words zooming around on the inside of this creature's eyes as it looks at you. It doesn't have any pupils like normal. It's just like a solid color and then swirls, almost like you're staring into a galaxy of script. I also have Biscuit in this vase. <laughs> and Lizard, what's your turtle's name? Bartholomew. Oh, yeah. And I got Bartholomew the turtle as well. What's your name? The The eyes kind of shift around. The head snaps back to you. I do not have a name. Would you like one? It cocks its head to the side. It is unnecessary. I am an elemental spirit of knowledge. Oh, that's cool. So do we have to, like, ask you stuff, or are you just... Why have you summoned me to this location? Oh, so the story is I got this big book. Um, I breathed in some spores and I can speak the language and understand it, but I can't read it. I'm also a druid and I don't know some of these druid symbols in here. I can't read the language. And also once these spores wear off, like, I don't know how I'm even going to talk to Lizard. I see. Is there a question that you have pertaining to any of the information within this Yes. What is the information that is written within the tome? There is a variety of information based on the fauna and flora of the appropriate area inside the region in which it occupies. What would you like information on? So are they like spells on the flora and fauna? There were no spells on the flora and fauna, though some may be used and procured in herbalism or alchemy oh, that's cool the script that you may be referring to were my bindings keeping me inside the form of the tome oh so you like came with the book correct so anything you- within the purview of the book i may answer for you so you're like only this book no i am a knowledge elemental i can learn though Portland. all of my information currently is based around this book I didn't even know what I was carrying you around this whole time. Was that you carrying me? Yeah, did I do a good job? I received <laughs> zero discomfort. Perfect, you were right here. I, like, pat my chest. I see. So, I guess, like, are there any plants that can help us understand this language? How do I make more of the spores? It tilts its head. Well... To answer your first question, there is a variety of flora and, yes, some fauna and pieces of which would allow you to understand better, either increasing the ability to comprehend or changing the scape of the tongue that you speak. Very cool. I would need more information on the spores themselves in order to know which ones you were referring to. I don't know. They were from the spore village of Anoka. I see. Well... And then the head snaps to the side a little bit. And you can watch like the eyes like sp- like spinning almost with all of this information. And then refers back to you. Yes, that is the Agala. The Agala is a mushroom species 
that spores, when harvested, allow those usually imbibed by the form of tea or other stiff drink to understand the spoken languages in the world around them. That's good to know. Are there any uh, plants that could help me, like, I don't know, heal stuff? Yes, there are a variety that which allow you to do just that. Okay, what gives you the most healing? It would depend on what you are trying to achieve and if it is within the region that this book contains. If you were to provide more information or more tomes of knowledge, I would be able to use that information to better facilitate you. Wow, okay. Um, where can I get more of the uh, Agala spores? Well, chiefly, it is seen most common around the spore village of Anoka, but there are various pockets, hills, valleys, knolls within the confines of the Echo province where it is most prevalent. Well, I'm on my way to the city beneath the waves. One moment. No, not the city beneath the waves. However, if you were to go a hundred kilometers north of the city beneath the waves, you would find that you could perhaps procure this. Okay. Um, also, why is there, like, no mesh, uh, druidic stuff in here? Because the summoner that bound me to these pages was Gnomish. Who is that? I do not recall. A long time ago. Perhaps I was never fully formed before this very moment. Oh. I am a spirit, an elemental spirit of knowledge. Welcome to the high seas. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So what about, like, ocean plants? There are some contained within the tome, if you would like to know more. I would. What would you like to know? I'd like to know, um, what ocean plants that I can find around here, um, and by the city beneath the waves, and, like, what they can do. Oh, well, there is quite a wide variety, though... Based on the air pressure and elevation that we are currently at, I believe it would be hard to procure most of what you aspire to procure. Wow, so am I just like, there's nothing here I can use right now? Well, you are currently in the middle of the ocean. There is an island not far from here, but I do not know that there are any healing-based herbs on that island. Well, what kind of stuff does the island have? It depends on if my calculations are correct, but if they are, then I believe that it would have many nutritious and perhaps deadly plants. Poison? Yes. Mm. Poison. <laughs> so what about what about the the fauna aspect? What about it? What did the fauna do? I might require you to please elaborate further. Fauna in the book? There is many varieties of fauna. Okay, what about like sea critters around me? Well, depending on where exactly you are, there is a wide variety of species. You have dragon turtles, double-headed dolphins, rainbow fish. What is... Oh, yeah... What does Sonny, the the two-headed dolphin, do? 
please define do. <coughs> well, why is it in the book? Because it exists. Does it have, like, magic? No, but it does have a very high intelligence that allows it to sometimes communicate with those that are of a higher intelligence than it. That's sunny. <laughs> what about the rainbow fish? Because I have one right here. That's Biscuit, who I introduced earlier. Yes, rainbow tie fish. It, like, kind of scans uh, Biscuit. Rainbow tie fish, which is an offshoot of the rainbow fish that is commonly seen here, not often seen in this area. I would need more information about it. I only know its name. Well, he's about yay big. He lives <laughs> in face. He has eaten some biscuits, and he... Lizard, like, breaks in. Yeah, you're just, like, kind of rapid-firing a bunch of questions. This is a elemental, a knowledge elemental. I've never talked to one before. They're exceedingly rare. Oh, what do I do? Maybe, maybe we ask it questions about it. It, itself or its origin. I would love to know anything. Well, I ask its name. It, it might not have one. It doesn't. And I also oh. asked if it has other books. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's a, a knowledge elemental, which means that you could give it other books. Oh. Perhaps in a library. Oh my god. Okay. Hey... Knowledge Elemental. Yes. Can I please give you a name? If you require a name by which to refer to me, that would be appropriate. Shoot. Lizard, what are we going to name this? I, I, I'm not much for names. I don't know. I'll just call you Nol... Nolly. Nolly. That is an acceptable name. It because is a of shortening knowledge. of knowledge. Yes. Yes. Well... So, do you like other books, or would you like other books to, I don't know, read? At that point, this is the first time you see anything resembling a personality come through, and Nolly, like, leans forward kind of excitedly. I would absolutely love more books. Is this the only book you have, right? Currently, yes. This is the only book I know. Hey, li hey Lizard. What yeah. other books do you have? Oh, we've got a bunch of books. I got a bunch of books here. Um, go grab a cool one. Uh, uh, okay. And he like rushes <laughs> over to the uh, bookshelf. Gil, I'm gonna try and win this game real quick. Okay. All right, we'll do this real fast. Go ahead and give me a d20 roll and a d20 roll since you have two rounds left. Ooh, that's a 16 then a nine. Okay. Oh, I got a six and then a 13. So give me two d100 rolls. That's a 13, then an 88. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to bother with the second roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, of, the two, <laughs> of the two remaining, you are clearly better at this than the other guy. This is the guy who immediately got knocked out in the first round. You get yours, all of yours, down into that first ring next to the silver ball, and the broker looks at you. Well, it appears that you have won. So, considering we had two remove themselves from the table... And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight balls currently in play in the lowest rung. That gives you a grand total of eight blue chips, which is equivalent of 80 silver. And he hands it out to you. He gives you eight blue chips. 
Ah, uh, geez, looks like you were out of luck this time, homie. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, that's fine. You wanna go get fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're paying. Alright, that's fair. Uh, and then, um, since I have a nice buffer now, I'm gonna see what there is to offer in the just excitement department. In the excitement department. You see that there is a, like, as far as, like, other than the gambling? Yeah, like, what what kind of messed up shit is going on? <laughs> um, yeah, there's a, like, there's a huge, like, lounge area where people are drinking and, uh, Im- imbibing some other varieties of things. There's there you can see a bunch of smoke curling out of this section, but you also see uh, a doorway with a marquee lit up with mage lights, and it says the fun chamber. <laughs> Yo, you know what's in there? Oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, like I a, know a, what's the, in there. Our oh. destiny. Let's do it. <laughs> So you just, like, march through into there? I'm gonna grab, like, a drink off a table as I go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you grab a drink, you guys march into there, and you're immediately in, like, this dark area. And you can tell, because your dark vision does not work, that this is magical darkness. No shit. And then suddenly, from the shadows, a shape emerges. It's like this tall, thin, uh, female elf, and she just kind of, like, towers over you. Looking very gaunt. <laughs> Hello. Damn, mama, hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you Would this you? M- m- morning? Good morning. It is, it is morning, yes. What's your name? Uh, my name is Persephone. Nice. And <laughs> what is your name? My name is Gildebrand. <laughs> Not as uh, flowy as your name, though. Well... That's okay. Um, you would like to engage in the fun chamber? I just smile and nod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you will have to sign a waiver. Oh, I love this. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, what, uh, give me the, give me the short to-do about what's on this thing. Uh, I'm already well, signing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're just saying that any, uh, injury incurred... During your time in the fun chamber, you will not hold against the staff here at the library. Oh, I could never hold that against you, Persephone. It's Persephone. Persephone. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, my mistake. Well, all right, here you go. Um, well, actually, you'll have to pay first. It's ten silver apiece. I look at the guy, I'm like, eh. All right. You seem like cool company. What's your name? Uh, My name is Joseph. Tight. All right. I got Joseph here, too. Yeah, uh, two two for the the fun chamber. You pay? Yep. You pay with money or chips? Chips. All right. So you you dole out two blue chips, and uh, she accepts it, and then she holds out her hands, and in each one of them are little... They look like little bite-sized something like little almost pieces of bread but they've got like greenish rivulets in them what the shit is this this is how you'll activate the fun chamber do i like eat it or put it somewhere yes you will consume it all right <laughs> i munch it down all right all right here is your your resting chair and she indicates now that you're in the dark there's just like this bench <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> Let's cozy up, Joseph. 
he sits down. Oh, oh, oh okay, let's uh, let's do this. <laughs> what are, what, what, I like that you're just doing? game for what this is. You're just going yeah, well, along. Yeah, I just for the lost ride. my ass at the table. So what else have I got going for me? I might as well get us whatever I can for free. True that. Then but. Gil, after a moment of sitting there, it feels as like your heart is wrenched out of your body. No, oh, baby. And suddenly you are moving through the darkness. <laughs> and then you land at the edge of a volcano. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, it feels good here. You look down and you see, you look over to your right and you can see that Joseph is there as well. And you uh, are looking around and yeah, you're definitely at the top of a volcano. This is weird. This doesn't feel like a trip either. This feels strange. Hey, man. Joe versus the volcano. Hey. <laughs> uh, only some I kids get will it. get it. It's a play I saw once, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, um, okay, what are we doing, though? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to lower my flying pee into the volcano <laughs> to see what happens. What? <laughs> oh, okay, I got you. You pee into the volcano. You try to, and you realize that you're unable to produce any pee. <laughs> Whoa, my dick doesn't work. And in fact, when you look down, there is nothing poking out of your fly. Wait, what the shit? Where's my dick? <laughs> Are we turning into the Barbie one shot? Oh, shit, they took my dick! <laughs> <laughs> my dick! <laughs> uh, that's when you hear two active participants. <gasps> yes! <sighs> <laughs> and you are roughly shoved into the volcano by an unseen hand, Gil, and you begin to fall. <laughs> and suddenly, you guys land in what looks like an arena surrounded by fire and cheering fans. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! What's happening? At the other end of the arena, you see a giant doorway open. <laughs> oh my God. And from it emerges a huge, huge ogre wielding a bone axe, dragging it along the ground just <laughs> as it lumbers forward toward what is essentially the edge of this coliseum floor as the fans are cheering and the voice that you heard before says, Ten seconds until combat. Please select your weapon. And suddenly, magically in front of you, you see a sword, a shield, an axe, and a bow and arrow. Uh, Joseph, what are you good at? Are you good at fighting shit? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't think I'm good at any of this. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, um, one time I hit a guy with a hammer. Ooh, then you should take that mace. I think you'd be uh, excellent at that, probably. Uh, okay, all right. I, I really don't know what's going on, but I hope this this doesn't seem like a fun chamber to me. Oh, we're having the time of our lives, man. Don't you got this? And I'm gonna grab what? the bow and arrow. Okay, you grab it, and it suddenly appears in your hand. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm gonna feel the uh, elasticity of it. Check it out. It feels real to you. Mm. Okay. This ogre, like, <laughs> like just schleps on up. And stands <laughs> at the edge of the of this field, essentially, and then you hear the voice go, three, two, one, fight!" 
And now we're going to switch to Nez. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> ah, it's cool. I know him from work. <laughs> He's a friend from um, work. Nez, you see this pair of glowing eyes in the library. What color are the glowing eyes? They're red. Uh-oh. Do I have any sort of recognition? You do. It takes you a moment, but you realize that these look very similar to the glowing red eyes of the warlock hunter. Oh. Ooh. The oh, one that was that we thought was <laughs> infatuated. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Farts. Okay. Farts indeed. Whoa. But it doesn't appear to be making any moves. It's just staring at you. What? So I'm just going to <laughs> Jump Freeze. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna step step out a window. Thank you. <laughs> and if you don't go away, then I'm jumping out the window. I'm just gonna freeze. I'm gonna place both palm, both hands, palm down on the table in front of me, and I'm gonna think to Toko. Do you see him? Go closer. <laughs> Why would you want that? Trust me. Go closer. Nez is gonna slowly stand up, circle around the table, and slowly approach. All right, so you, like, move down the aisle. The the creature moves into the darkness a little bit as if it's trying to be unseen a little bit away from you. And as you finally see it in its full form, you realize this is nearly identical to the one that was kind of transformed inside of Shade's house. It is tall... Long, sinewy, no mouth, large, glowing red eyes as it lumbers oh, along. Okay. Sorry, I thought I thought it was the Inquisition guy. Well it, I, it, I thought that's what you were saying. Initially the warlock hunters were, but this is definitely the one the final one you saw that left. One of the creatures. No, yeah. No, yeah. no I, I I thought it was oh. the Inquisition guy from Same. the bar. Me too. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, do I smell anything? Uh, yeah, you, uh, you smell a very familiar smell. You smell bone. You smell that kind of acrid scent when you were stabbing that heart with okay. the bone. Okay. I, I, I smell that dry rub that I was putting on there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. Okay. You connect the dots very quickly that this okay. is... The avatar that creature. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's uh, what's your angle here? Well, everybody wants to move around freely, don't they? That's you hear that in your head for a moment, and then you watch as the formerly mouthless section of the lower portion of this creature's face shifts to form a jaw that opens and closes Fucking in time red. with what you're hearing. <laughs> red. Interesting. I I don't begrudge you that. Is is there something is there some way that I could maybe help you untether from me? <laughs> don't get any ideas, Nez. I know what you're thinking. It's not gonna work like that, though if your ultimate goal is to rid yourself of me, then you're in luck. Because if you assist me, then maybe, just maybe, I'd be willing to let you off scot-free. Listen to that. 
I hesitate to ask what the cost of such a thing would be. Mm, just time and efforts. I'm not asking for your soul or anything. I already mm, pretty much have a lot of autonomy over your body, but this would change all of that. I just want someone to help me construct a fresh new avatar. I, uh, I step aside in the aisle and I, I hold out an arm and I motion to the table where I had the books. Mm-hmm. Should we start negotiations? Well, I'd like to stay a little out of view, but how about this? Tonight, after dinner, whatever, go back to your room and we can do negotiations there. I hold out my hand uh, to shake. This creature's long, like, sinewy palm stretches around yours and you notice that the fingers are super long and can completely encompass your pretty substantial sized hand it just wraps all the way around and shakes i'd like to as inconspicuously as possible uh cast identify uh okay i'm gonna need sleight of hand okay this is so cool (laughs) (laughs) 11 11 you feel like you're fairly inconspicuous, uh, but yeah, you can cast Identify on it. All you learn is what this creature is called, and it is an Avatar Simulacra. A what? Okay. An Avatar Simulacra. There's okay. no school, there's no details on it, but you do know what it's called. Okay. And I, I look it straight in the eyes, and I just nod and do a single solemn shake. All right, it shakes back, and then it, like, slowly backs away into the shadows and disappears. Sweet. All right, I'm going to go back to my books. Excellent. Were were the simulacra, I know I'm jumping here, um, from the previous campaign, was that knowledge that was spread at all, or was that... It was not. Okay. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um... Shit just got extra heavy. Fee, you're sitting there. Thornley is in line. Suddenly, you realize that there's somebody else sitting at the table with you. Um, hi? Hello, Fee. How are you? You enjoying uh, your breakfast? Oh, fuck. It's you. Where the hell did you go? I was looking for you. Well, I went to secure the... uh, the stowaways from the previous ship, and then there was all sorts of commotion. Um, and then there was a hole in the ship, and so I had to escape to this one once I saw all of you climbing aboard without me. I am not offended, though. I checked for you. Look, and I'm... It sounds like you were doing great stuff, which makes me slightly less irritated, but fuck, Prince. I'm, like, trying to be here for you, and, like, even... It'd be nice to get to know you. You just, like, are like a fucking little sneaky cat you go out in the shadows and i like who are you what are you doing why are you so secretive all the time i like to explore it is just my nature yeah i i just i i don't know i want to make sure you're okay and i'd like you to stay to at least give me a heads up where you're going sometimes which i mean i guess i didn't give you a heads up but back (laughs) it's hard 
Well, if you are requesting that I give you a heads up when I am going to go off, I can do that. It's the least I can do for your group uh, helping me escape from captivity. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> uh, I, um, if I tell you, it does not mean I want the rest of the group to know necessarily that I am leaving. I like to have my pranks, you know. Sure, um, that's fine. You can you can have your pranks. I'm just, I'm sorry for getting mad. I just, damn it, like, is really, I don't know. I feel like I need to be here for you, you know, and need to keep you safe. And then when I don't know where you are, I don't know if you are safe. And even though I'm generally pretty chill right now, it makes me pretty damn anxious. Like, fuck. So, yeah, sorry, sorry for the anger. I'm glad, I'm relieved you're here, and I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, um, do you know much about this city beneath the waves and shit like that? I have never been there before, nor have I heard of it. As I mentioned, I am from Amir and Lug, so sure. my knowledge of this area is uh, pretty small. Okay, because, yeah, I think, um, my understanding is you might be getting some answers to things, some protection and stuff here, so this will be good. Um, oh, I did not know that I was even seeking answers. I was merely seeking a way to escape from the, from the, uh, the nights. But if there are answers, even those answers to questions I have not asked, I am quite excited for the results. At least I think answers for escape. That is my understanding, right? Like, that's where he'll be safe? You just know that, yeah, he'll need to, according to T, he needs to make it there. At the very least. Mm-hmm. But also you have answers. Right. There. Mm-hmm. So for yeah. something else. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it'll be good. I don't know exactly what's there, to be honest. Apparently really good fucking noodles, so. Oh, I love noodles. I just cannot wait to have noodles if this is the case. Yeah, they're apparently really good fucking noodles. Everyone keeps talking about the noodles, oh, which you wouldn't think a city beneath the waves, if that's the name I of the place, is like noodle hut so yes i you know i love noodles that's one of my favorite parts of exploring the world is trying the different noodles mirror luke does not have great noodles noodles uh, specifically is your favorite i mean i like a variety of things but good noodles it is otherworldly ophelia you have no idea what a good noodle can do I, I guess I, <laughs> I I guess I haven't really had like spectacular pasta, just like <laughs> standard pasta. Oh, so you are missing out. But if it is what you say, if it is what you claim, I think we will be very very happy with the results. Yeah, that'll be that'll be nice. Um, so we did figure out. I I assumed and hoped that you would be okay. So we do have a room for you in Loom. Um, oh. whenever, so when, when it's <laughs> Me time and Lou. I know, okay. I'm sorry. We were doing no, shared room situations. I am situation. not upset, but uh, I think he might be. He, he if might. If you see blood in the hallway, you'll know where sure. it came from. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you could just, like, trade pants, give him his pants back. Maybe he'd feel a little better. Oh, I did no, find more pants. It would only make me feel good. No, I would like to procure my own pants. Oh, Okay. I mean, suit yourself or pants yourself. (laughs) You do notice that he's wearing a completely different shirt than the last time you saw him. Oh, where'd you get this shirt? I, uh, found it. That sounded ominous. (laughs) But, but, uh, yeah, cool. Um, it looks great. I'm right. I'm assuming it's like a good shirt. It looks great. Everything looks great on the prints. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. Um, 
so is that kind of what you've been doing since you've been on the ship? Just kind of checking shit out, finding cool shirts? Yes, and other things. I have explored this place eh, not as extensively as I would like, but eh, well enough, I think, more than the rest of you have. I have been witnessing what everyone else is up to, mm. and it is quite, quite interesting. Do tell. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I will keep those <laughs> secrets to myself, Why? just like I will keep your secrets to myself. Okay. It is I, I not mean, in my nature to spill the beans. Okay, are, are we safe bitch? here? <laughs> what? Are we safe here? As far as I can tell, yes. This is a very safe place. It is strange. It is almost like a, very. a pleasure barge, but it is mostly crew. This seems like a very tight-knit group for as large as it is. Definitely. And that the Kavros is like crazy skilled and he, he was acting like he's bored. Just, yes, yeah. we had a conversation a little while ago, just before I came down here. Oh, sure. Um, did you see the library at all? I did. I saw you all go into the library. It was really It cool. is not my thing, but I am glad really? that you guys had a good time. Oh. Don't like books, eh? Not much of you. Oh, fuck. Though. Do you think my tattoo is lame? Chrome was right. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like, kind of grabs your palm. I think it is quite fetching, Fee. Okay, okay, thank Ooh. you. <laughs> All right. I mean, I liked it okay. I actually don't know if it's a tattoo. It's technically like their library card system. They included blood and stuff, so that was weird, but yeah. It's slightly less cool, but there was a <laughs> uh, an issue I needed to discuss with you. Yeah? Concerning this ship. Can. I thought he mm-hmm. said it was safe. <laughs> it went Actually, it's not at all safe. <laughs> I, I lied. It We're is on fine. fire right now. It was a prank. <laughs> it was I me. Haha, <laughs> funny, funny joke. <laughs> funny joke. Uh, can. Uh, lizard comes running back over, like flipping through books and holds it up. Uh, do you, uh, uh, uh oh, yeah, wait, 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 this is the first one I thought to grab. What is it? Uh, it is an adventure story. Oh, it's like a, a story story. Yeah, it's, it's fiction. Nolly. Yes. Do you like fiction books? I like all manner of books. Do you want to read this one? Sure. I hand it to the Knowledge Elemental. And they immediately, like, begin to, like, kind of vibrate a little bit, holding the book, and then hand it back. I have now assimilated the information necessary from this tomb. The lizard. Uh, so, uh, what's on, uh, what's the third word, line six on page, and he starts flipping through the book, page uh, 121. And she just, like, leans forward. Fortune. Oh my god, she uh, absorbed all the knowledge of the book. This is amazing. We could keep throwing books at him, and, and, and we could just have, like, this treasure trove of information. Nolly. Yes. How long do you have here? I have another five minutes before I am required to be summoned again. Lizard, what else do you need translated or interpreted? Oh, 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 that's the whole reason I was, this makes it so much easier to do. Now I can make this. If I have knowledge's help, I can make a stronger draft. I can make a permanent version of those spores, those translation spores. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, 
God. Okay. Uh, uh, there's a book over there. Go grab it real quick. It I says run over. Eddie like indicates a book that has like symbols you can't recognize, but he like points it out. It's an arcane book. That one, that one, that one, that one. This one. Yes. Get it over here. I grab it. Hand it to Nolly. Nolly, here you go. Nolly absorbs the information. Assimilated the required information. Okay, okay, okay. Now, uh, uh, here's some more bone dust. He hands it to you. Gross. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm gonna need some blood. Like blood. mine? Any blood. Do you have blood? Yeah. I mean, I could use mine. <laughs> no. I'll do it. Okay, okay, excellent. And then he, like, holds out this knife and he hands it to you. Everybody metal? blood. Drip it, drip it on the bone dust. Is it a metal blade? It is. Hmm. I'm gonna get on my own like wooden. Good call. Stick. Okay. Don't want disease. I'll use my own. Thank you. Oh. 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 Sorry. I give myself a little nick. Okay. Drip the blood into the bone dust. Ew. Okay, Nolly. Um, what if I want to make this a permanent translation spell? What? Uh, what do I need to modify? And Nolly goes into like this long, drawn out. Uh, like explanation that only lizard seems to understand about what is the best method, like the amounts, all this stuff, in order to procure this. And uh, then lizard's like, "Okay, go over to the alchemy table really fast. Um, I need you to hold this vial while I do all the work. Okay? Okay. Hold the bl- bone dust, the bloody bone dust. Hold the vial. Yes. Okay. okay. Got it. All right." Okay, and he starts like concocting this brew and pouring it in, and then he takes the bone dust from your hand and, and throw and puts it in the vial, puts a cork in, shakes it up, and then sets it down. Okay, this is like four portions worth. That's us. Okay, excellent. So give it about an hour, and then you can take the first drink, uh, but only drink a fourth of it. Only okay. drink a fourth of it, okay? Or what? Uh, I don't know. Oh, we could ask <laughs> Nolly what would happen. And he runs over. <laughs> Nolly, what would happen if if uh, if Cad drank too much? And Nolly like looks. Well, based on what I assume is the com- composition of Can's general physiology, more than one portion would likely just make them sick. However, consuming the entire draft might poison you. I'll be sure not to do that, then. Excellent. Well, if you require my assistance, it appears that Lizard knows the methodology behind summoning me. If you need any more information, I would love to read again. Have you ever had a friend before? No. Damn, that got sad. Are we your friends? They, like, regard both of you? Perhaps but I would need to acquire the information to fully understand the nature of friendship. I must go. And in a flash of light, Nolly is gone. Lizard looks at you. Whoa. We are so close to being friends with a knowledge elemental. That is crazy. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, I'm kind of hungry. Do you want to get starving. some food? Yeah. Okay, let's go. He snaps his fingers, and you guys suddenly appear in this gigantic dining hall. There are tons of food vendors here, and it is massive. There is a huge glass dome over it, and about 
50 feet away from you, you can see Fee at a table speaking to the prince, Can. Quick cue. Yeah. Is there a window in here? There's a big giant window up over the top. Oh, cool. Oh, did you mean the dome is... Yeah, it's glass. Oh, it's, it's, I see you what you mean. You can see the sky. Okay. Um, I want to just check where the sun is at so I can roughly estimate an hour. Okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, give me a survival check. Or sorry, nature. 13. 13. Uh, it's you, you would say it is roughly the equivalent of about 9 a.m., 9, 9.30, somewhere in that range. Okay. I make note. Lizard, that's one of my friends and I'm traveling with Fee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, you want to go say hi? Yeah, I'll introduce you. Um, that's also the prince. He's Do we not like the prince? He's fine, I guess. He disappears <laughs> a bunch. He's kind of mysterious and Fee is like obsessed with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, Okay. But I think he's kind of a jerk. Oh, well, if he says anything jerky, I can, like, I don't know, use wrench on him and tear his bones out of his body. Oh well, don't do <laughs> He did steal my other friend's pants, though. Oh. And he, like, holds his hand up, and suddenly the prince's pants fly <laughs> off of his legs <laughs> and into Lizard's hands. And he looks down. He was just getting ready to reveal that information to you, Fee. And he looks up. And he says, oh, no, my pants. And that's where we're going to end for the night. <laughs> my pants. Oh, no, my pants. <laughs> uh, how's it feel? Now you look like a fool. God, I love lizards so much. <laughs> oh, man. You want the money? Well, I'll go and grab it. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for tonight's MVPC. The most valuable player character. I want to know who deserves an additional 1d10 of DM inspiration. Now, for those of you listening and for those of you around the table, Nez is one, Gil is two, Fee is three, and Can is four. On the count of three, I want you guys to hold up the number of fingers corresponding to the person you believe deserves to be the MVPC. Now, I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will vote. Does everybody know who they want? One, two, three, vote! We've got, we've got two votes for Fee, one vote for Gill, and one vote for Can. Nez, why'd you vote for Can? Keep your fingers up. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> just the adventures of a lizard and Can are <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but Chef, Can yes. is uh, has like a, a a penchant for having cool sidekicks <laughs> and just having I'm an approachable person <laughs> having awesome little side adventures and I'm here for it very nice uh can or sorry uh, fee why'd you vote for Gil um I I love how deep into this mischief and ridiculousness that he's going and how like no pause, no pause at all in signing this contract that <laughs> is like showing damage and then he ends up in this crazy arena. I'm just getting major Thor vibes and I love Thor. So, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Gil, why did you vote for Fee? Uh, I really liked Fee's role playing with both the Prince and Crumb. Um, yeah, it's mostly just a role playing thing. 
I was also trying to create a gambit because I felt like we were really close to doing like a we all get it. I know. <laughs> and I was like, I either need to vote for Billy or Lindsay. But, oh, sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're good. Um, it's me. <laughs> I think everyone did really great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, excellent. For and real. can why'd you vote for Fee? Uh, I voted for Fee. I thought I thought she was uh, quite entertaining, but mainly she's hunting for a good like communication method, which is a very valuable thing. Excellent. I like that endeavor. All right, that means tonight's MVPC is Ophelia Raimaturi. Take your one D10 and make yourself a friend who doesn't happen to be the prince. <laughs> Please, at least one other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd also like to give a shout out to a patron invented npc thank you to m for designing lizard you've made my favorite npc damn killing it guys wow i will die when we get off this boat without lizard (laughs) (laughs) too good too good but yes, thank you, M, uh, for developing Lizard. Let us see oh, how far Lizard. They fly. I understand. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. okay. oh my god. Okay. Very cool. Wow. Uh, but yes, other than that, that is it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. If you like what you hear, head on over to Apple Podcasts <laughs> and write yourself a review that we're going read on the air (laughs) apple like the food you never eat because it gets stuck in your tooth (laughs) anyway uh leave your leave us a five star review and uh we'll like that quite a bit if you are interested in additional patronage head on over to patreon.com slash d20 underscore syndicate and consider making us warlocks now there's a ton of cool tiers behind the scenes information (laughs) (laughs) behind the the scenes stuff we've got some bonus content and early access to episodes and as you've just learned you have access to creating an npc that will interact with the characters for the going average is at least two episodes so there's that um also we've got a discord and it is lancy <laughs> That's right. It's free. The link is in the episode description. Check it out. Come hang out with us and our slurry as we decided the last episode <laughs> of others. Hurry to our slurry. Yeah. Enough to fit in a tub, and we're trying to get it in a kiddie pool. Also, we have merch. merch. Not head over free. to T Public, the D20 Syndicate page, <laughs> and free. check out what we've got, what our offerings are, and see if there's anything you like that you want to wear proudly in public in front of your mom hell in front of the pope who gives a shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's it for tonight folks thanks for listening see you next week i am your host and dm seth and this is the d20 syndicate podcast where we go on adventures so you don't have to bye later
man, I've had two small glasses of wine and I'm like buzzed. <laughs> nice. Get, I'm, like, I'm a little of buzzed where I'm like, everyone is amazing. <laughs> like, we should make a podcast, you guys. <laughs> oh my God. Have you ever heard us? We're pretty cool. Wow. God, we rule. What do I want? Oh my God. All American beefy crunch sounds super not appetizing. It's basically a cold Big Mac oh, wrap. Oh, God. That sounds like someone's Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically a cold Big Mac rap. <laughs> no. Uh, All American beefy, beefy crunch. crunch. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I were still on Tinder just for the yucks. <laughs> oh my God. There's And then when you get a combo, it's All American beefy crunch combo, baby. <laughs> baby. Is the baby on there? No. But, oh. but oh. basically, you know, if someone was sitting in order, they'd have to say that. There's a lot of generic brand stuff like cereal that's way better than name brand. I don't. I will fight anybody, but fucking mm-hmm. Coco Roos and shit, way better than yeah. <laughs> Anything by Malto Meal, which I guess technically is not really generic. It's just Malto Meal, but is br- the you know the brand. But it is sort fuck. of generic because they I basically like, <laughs> like take the flavors from other. I like to think that they just scoop the runoff of the mm-hmm. other well, cereal into their bags and you get like extra sugar and shit because it all congealed together in a ton of situations. For instance, Wonder Bread. My mom was the one who clued me into this. They the same bread would come down the chute and they would have five different wrap wraps to put it in for different brands and one of them was like the the home pride or whatever which is like the super cheap one but it was the exact same bread yeah um i think it was a, i was at target and the employee told me that uh, i think it was anderson erickson is the same milk that is in their ba- their target milk like it's the ex- exact same wow nice. How close are you with these people that you're getting this kind of insider info? <laughs> Wait, yeah, you go in the store? It was uh, years ago. And I was oh. like, hey, which of these is blah, blah, blah? And he was like, oh, they're <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> Please help me with my milk purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I don't know why I asked or what the question was. What's the deal with all this milk? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I actually, I have some strong preferences when it comes to some generic brands. Like, I, I prefer them. Oh, when it comes, you know, speaking of Anderson Erickson, that is the only, not the only, God, is geez. the Yes. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say eggnog. I'm, Anderson Erickson mm. oh, eggnog fair. is the best eggnog, bar none. Also agreed. Fucking fight me. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to get my nog on here soon. <laughs> I think that's the only cottage cheese that I like. That is one name brand thing where I'm like, I won't go generic. Like my grandma had that the kind that had like the royal blue lid and stuff, and then it had like the little lady on it. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's was Anderson it Land O'Lakes or something. Yeah, Land O'Lakes cottage cheese is. Bizarre. Yeah, I don't, yeah. That's I don't butter. know. I'm pretty sure. I feel like it was Anderson Erickson. Those are curds. Curdled butter. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were just talking about how we were not getting off topic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you we need to talk about snacks it. and then snack chat and All oh, right. Let's fucking let's do this. But Fine. Snacks. Man, can you imagine how difficult it would have been before 2020? Like doing remote. Because, like, what were your options? I don't think anybody knew that Zoom even existed no. before 2020. We had Skype. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been miserable. Or, like, mm. Facebook chat, mm-hmm. <laughs> which has the worst, the absolute worst format. 
but it's crazy how, how necessity pushes technology and innovation forward mm-hmm. just because they needed mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Wonder if there's like a, a Zoom tech that's just watching each of our <laughs> sessions. Because <laughs> they got to have this data. <laughs> yeah, they're using us for advertising. See, it's yeah. good. But yeah, like, yeah, two years ago, I had the, this is a 2020 MacBook. And since then, even there's a new version of the chip, which that was already a new chip mm-hmm. to meet the demand of the missing computer chips. Um, and now it's like mm. a crazy fast, different chip and stuff. And now I can just use my phone as a webcam, <laughs> like super easily. And yeah, it's weird. That was weird. Lindsay, you are the previously on. Mm. Mm. Well, we haven't done a previously on. Mm-hmm. Previously in a while. On. Previously, <laughs> got to do the head bump. Previously on. <laughs> got to really I put the emphasis the on the mystery of Moonreach. <laughs> mystery the of Moonreach. I like it. <laughs> it was a mysterious place. Did you I... know that you're all cast as Barbies in my mind, and that's just how you like kind of trot around? <laughs> Which one am I? You're shaving Ken, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's backwards, but all right. I'm nihilist, Barbie. You're shaving Ken, but there's no water accessible to, you know, get your beard off. <laughs> We're in a drought. We're in a drought. I want a chia it's pet stuck. with Billy's head. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That'd be so tight. That'd be tight. Can you do... Well, I'm sure, yeah, there's nothing yeah. special about a fucking chia pet. It's just like uh, a terracotta sculpture yeah. that you, like smush some oh seeds my onto. Oh, yeah. Take, Let's do, like do a, this. Do, do a 3D mapping of my face. Yeah. Let's and then 3D print it. Now. Yeah. And, then, and then put the put the chia stuff, like, area just on my beard area That's and amazing. just let it grow and hey. put it on a shelf somewhere and let it grow down like a fucking ivy vine. We could do this. All right, we need a P.O. box so somebody can send us this gift. <laughs> <laughs> the gift of Billy's chia beard. <laughs> TM. TM. I don't care what happens in this episode. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> Billy's Chia Beard. <laughs> the gift of Billy's Chia Beard. That sounds like a Christmas episode. <laughs> written, written by Shel Silverstein. 